Stephen. <laughs> if you are poor, if you are hungry now or weeping now, if you are hated, if you are excluded, uh, if you are slandered, <laughs> things are going to get better for you. You will be blessed. But if you are rich and full and laughing, as some of you just did, if you are respected and others speak well of you, then look out. Woe to you. You're going to lose it all and get the opposite of what you have right now. It sounds as though it's, a, it's an either one or the other, these blessings and, and these woes, doesn't it? It's one or the other. So what is it for you? What list best describes your life? Is it blessings or is it, is it woes? That seems like the obvious question. Blessings or woes? Which, which am I? We want to know our fate, so perhaps we begin counting how many times we have, we have wept this week, or how many times we have laughed this week. We wonder what income level divides the rich from the poor. How many meals and calories separate those who hunger from those who are full? Where and what is the line between blessings and woes? Of which side do you fall? <laughs> of course, tears and laughter, income and, and calories, do not draw the line between blessings and woes. You and I, we draw the line. We draw the line every day of our lives. The difference between those who receive blessings and those who receive woes is not about what or how much you have. It's not about what or how much you have. It is about the difference of being open and willing to live for something in this world beyond what you have right now. The difference is an openness and a willingness to live for something beyond this world right now. Woes are promised to us who are comfortable, satisfied, and insecure. Not because we are rich or full or, or happy, but because we are self-satisfied. Who's self-satisfied here? Our self-satisfaction almost always, always attaches us to things as they are. And then we do all that we can to keep it that way. Our life becomes self-contained. There is no openness or receptivity to a new life or to a new world. We have no need to look beyond ourselves. Everything is great. Right? Right. Yet, woe to you 
Woe to you who are convinced that you have all that you need in this world. Woe to you who are convinced that you have no need to change anything about your life. Woe to you. Blessings are promised to us who are empty and weak and and grieving, not because there is glory in poverty or misery, no, but because we are open and receptive to looking at life differently. We are open and receptive to looking for a new world. We have nowhere else to turn, so we look for something other than the values of this world that lie before us. We look for something that will provide meaning, purpose, and identity. We need something different than the way that things are now. We look to another world with hope. To be really clear, Jesus is not describing a system of of rewards and punishments. Jesus is not rewarding some with blessings and, and others with woes. He is describing two ways of living in the world. And the consequences of those two ways, we either live for this world or we live beyond this world. It is a choice you make every day of your life. You choose your blessings. You choose your woes. It is never one or the other. A people of blessings or a people of woes. We are always both at the same time. We could all name a time when the circumstances of life left us empty and desolate, spiritual or material. And we sought a new direction. We were open to something different in our lives. We had to open ourselves up to a new way of being. We were in that moment receptive to God's blessings, to God's presence. Likewise, there have been times when we were successful. Accomplishments abound. We've got reputation. I'm in the dispatch. For real. (laughs) So full of ourselves. So full of ourselves. Feeling rich. And so... In those moments, we attach ourselves, we attach our lives to temporal and passing and changing aspects of the world. Because we don't want to change. We want to keep it just as it is. Today in the church is, is All Saints Day. It is a day that we remember and honor the saints. People of blessings and people of woes who face the same choices that we face every day of our lives. We recognize these women and these men as special, as set apart, and different from from others. But not because they were God's little overachievers. 
Not because they prayed better than others or prayed all the time. Not because they had perfect doctrine. Not because they did everything good and everything right. No. They are blessed, they are remembered, not because of what they had or did, but because of who they needed, who they allowed to rule their lives, who they lived for, and for some, who they died for. Their blessing arose from their need. Poverty, hunger, mourning, exclusion, isolation, defamation, purposefulness, sometimes spiritual, sometimes material. In that place, they were freed to live expectantly for the kingdom of God. In that place. And they poured all of their lives, the whole of their selves, into God's hands and into loving what God loves. You and me, creation, justice, and mercy. Not solely for the benefit of self. Of course they benefited. But more importantly, for the benefit of of other. Believing and knowing that their faithfulness could bring about a better world. That's why we remember the saints. If we, like the saints, can truly listen to the deep need within us, and we all have a deep need within us, if we can listen to that voice instead of trying to fill it with all that nonsensical crap that we fill our lives with, then perhaps that need and that voice can guide us to holy living enabling us to live lives that reverse the values of this culture. Not only so that we know freedom, but so that others know freedom too. And so that we can begin loving our enemies, doing good to those who hate us, blessing those who curse us, praying for those who abuse us, turning the other cheek, withholding nothing of our own and giving to those in need without judgment or ridicule. We do to others as we would have them do to us. So what is it for you? Is it blessings or is it woes? Good day, yeah. One of those paths is defined by openness, offers a life of purpose and, and meaning, which allows you in turn to pour out your life, your gifts, for the benefit of, of other. The other path is defined by isolation and offers a life of scarcity and stagnation that benefits only the self. So what is it for you? Which has primacy over your life. That's what you need to consider. We all struggle with blessings and woes, but which one is winning in your life? As Christians, we are called always 
to build bridges that we will never cross in our lifetime. We are called to build bridges that we will not cross in our lifetime. Because this journey isn't always about us. It is about the world we leave behind for those who follow us. We inherited a better world than the saints. We, in turn, leave a better world behind us for those who follow us. What is it for you, blessings or woes? Thanks be to God. Amen.